Christmas time is here. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that uh, you chose to send your son here for us. We thank you for that. And we thank you, Lord, that Christmas time is coming. It's here. So, Lord, bless the reading of your word, the preaching of your word. Make our hearts as they should be today. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. You may be familiar with that song, Christmas Time is Here. Christmas Time is Here. Happiness and cheer. Fun for all that children call their favorite time of year. Snowflakes in the air. Carols everywhere. Olden times and ancient rhymes of love and dreams to share. Sleigh bells in the air, beauty everywhere, yuletide by the fireside, and joyful memories here. Christmas time is here, we'll be drawing near. Oh, that we could always see such spirit through the year. Christmas time is here. While I was reading that, some of you who are familiar with that song, the music track was going through your mind and you could hear it. And I like Vince Guaraldi and I love that album. That's, that is a great album. And I play it, I listened to it yesterday. But this Christmas tune, like so many others, is a little bit of a disappointment. Well, it, it does create an atmosphere. Uh, you do get into the Christmas mood perhaps when you hear it. We associate the beauty of the season with this song, but it's still a little bit of a disappointment. Not a word about Jesus. The real reason for the season. Oh well, at least it didn't smack our ears with yet another song about Santa Claus. On the other hand, here's a much better song, one of my favorites by Chris Rice. Welcome to our world. Tears are falling, hearts are breaking. How we need to hear from God. You've been promised, we've been waiting. Welcome to our world. Hope that you don't mind our manger, how I wish we could have known, but long-awaited holy stranger, make yourself at home. Please, make yourself at home. Bring your peace into our violence. Bid our hungry souls be filled. Word, now breaking heaven's silence. Welcome to our world. Fragile fingers sent to heal us. Tender brow prepared for thorns. Tiny heart whose blood will save us. Unto us is born. So wrap our injured flesh around you. Breathe our air and walk our side. Rob our sins and make us holy. Perfect Son of God. Welcome to our world. This Christmas tune like so many others, is such a blessing. Why? Why is it such a blessing? Well, it does create a nice Christmas, Christmas warmth, and we do associate the beauty of the season with this song as well. But it's a blessing because it gets the reason for this season. Jesus, the fulfillment of prophecy. Jesus, the perfect Son of God. Jesus, the incarnate Son of God, walking our side and breathing our air. Jesus, rob our sins and make us holy. Jesus, welcome to our world indeed. 
Even the title of the song is so ironic. Welcome to our world. The songwriter recognizes, although he never states it explicitly, the songwriter recognizes the irony of us talking about our world, our side, our air, because he recognizes, as do we, that this truly is our Father's world. You've heard it said that God moves in mysterious ways, and this is true, at least His ways are certainly mysterious. And that leads me to the first point today. God is mysterious, and Christmas proves it. Turn in your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 55. And as you're turning, let me encourage you to begin your reading of Isaiah in preparation for the sermon series that we will begin the first week of January, as the Lord wills. And if you come next week, we'll have a special treat for you that will help you uh, get started in your study for Isaiah. We're excited about that. Isaiah chapter 55, verses 6 through 9. Here Isaiah tells us that God told him to tell us, Isaiah 55, verse 6 through 9, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him when he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Verse 8. This is God speaking. And God says this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Ever wonder why you can't figure out God? Well, Isaiah gives us a clue or two here. Isaiah the prophet said these things. It's really God who's speaking to us through Isaiah. And God is telling us, your thoughts are not my thoughts. If we had a big Venn diagram of our thoughts as people and then God's thoughts as God's thoughts, there would be no overlap because God's thoughts are not our thoughts and vice versa, our thoughts are not God's thoughts. And it's more than that. Take that Venn diagram and apply it to our actions. Our actions are over here in this part of the diagram. And God's actions are over here in this part of the diagram. And guess what? There's no overlap. There's no common ground because God's thoughts are not our thoughts. God's ways are not our ways. And not only that, it's not just a matter of our thoughts over here and God's thoughts and some sort of parity, some sort of equality, God says, no, his thoughts and actions are so much higher than ours. It's like comparing the heavens to the earth. Ever wonder why you can't figure out God? Well, God told you in Isaiah that his thoughts are not our thoughts. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. Perhaps deep in your heart, when you analyze the news of the day, when you think about the hurts that have been done to you, when you think about things that have happened in your life, maybe even recently, maybe you're thinking, why did God do that? Why did God allow that? If I were God, I would not have done it that way. It's a mystery. But there's a huge difference in the way we think and we act as compared to God. God acts in mysterious ways and we as humans think 
God's ways are mysterious simply because our ways are not His ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Think about Christmas. Would we have done it this way? God becomes man in order to save men? Yes, that's mysterious. The Creator enters His own creation as a helpless babe? Yeah, that's, that's mysterious. He who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, born in a humble stable, with the cattle watching? Mysterious. Of all the peoples of the world, God chose the lowly, enslaved, powerless Jews, the captive Jews, as the nationality for His Son. Mysterious. Born of a virgin. Mysterious. Born in the very same town as the little shepherd boy, David. Mysterious. Born in the shadow of the great city of the great King David. Yes, mysterious. Born in the line of humble David, tending the sheep, who was elevated to become king, the mighty king, who then took his neighbor's wife, murdered her faithful husband, one of his own mighty men. Yes, this is the line and lineage that God chose to be family for his son. God is mysterious indeed. It was this same David, the shepherd boy, giant slayer, great king, sinner, and restored psalmist who recognized the mysterious difference between God and us. And in Psalm 131, he says, Oh Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. David is saying, I have given up trying to figure out God. It's not because he's intellectually incurious. It's because he's resting in the promise and the hope of a loving God. David is saying, as the songwriter later said, this is my father's world. I rest me in the thought of rocks and trees, of skies and seas. His hand the wonders wrought. This is my father's world. David has stopped trying to figure out some of the mysterious things of God and has instead focused his efforts, as should we, on praying to the Lord, praising the Lord, and placing his hope in the Lord. All this makes sense, but it's still mysterious. God is mysterious and Christmas proves that God had a mysterious plan for His Son and God has a mysterious plan for us. And so in the fullness of time as the history of the human race entered this crucial, critical time, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman. The incarnation took place. As we consider how God chose to establish that very first Christmas, when we think of all the mysterious settings and events and the people, just think of the people. King Herod, the humble shepherds, an innkeeper with no room, but a little bit of spare space in the stable, the angels, noble Joseph, 
the Virgin Mary, the Christ child, baby Jesus. When we think of how God chose to establish that first Christmas, truly mysterious, don't miss why He did all this. God moved in mysterious ways to bring about that first Christmas, but why He sent Jesus to earth is even more mysterious, even harder to understand, even harder to grasp. And that's our second point. God is love, and Christmas proves it. First point, God is mysterious, and Christmas proves it. Second point, God is love, and Christmas proves it. Turn in your Bible to John chapter 3. The Bible specifically tells us why God chose to do it this way. Why He chose to send His Son. Why He asked of Himself and His Son more than He asked Abraham and Isaac back in Genesis. As you're turning to John chapter 3, I'd like to share this verse from Psalm 107. I love this verse. Of all the mysterious ways of God that we can't quite understand, it's the love of God that is the greatest mystery. It's strange. It's stunning. The psalmist said, Let whoever is wise pay attention to these things and consider the Lord's acts of faithful love. Are you wise? Are you paying attention to these things? The psalmist says the wise person pays attention to these things and he meditates on the faithful acts of God's love. John 3 tells us why God sent his only son. For God, verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17 echoes 16, but gives us a little bit more information. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. God is love, and Christmas proves it. There's an old song that I love. It's called, I Wonder As I Wonder. Nice little play on words there. And the song opens with a question. I wonder as I wonder out under the sky why Jesus, the Savior, did come for to die. Why did Jesus come? The answer is love. God so loved the world and Christmas proves it. God is mysterious. Christmas proves it. God is love. Christmas proves it. And God loves you. And Christmas proves it. This Christmas has been a season of music for us. Even more than most, our family for years and years has um, wrestled with uh, when is it permissible to begin Christmas music. And uh, we, uh, as parents, negotiated with our children over the years, and we eventually settled on August. <laughs> and this Christmas has been a season of music for us even more than most. We've been to two or three concerts, I guess, now, and we've heard some great Christmas music. We've We've heard some pretty bland Christmas music, too. (laughs) Um, I can't vouch for the spiritual condition of the singers and the performers, the musicians that we've heard, but I think I could pretty safely divide them into three groups. There's group one, and I put Andrew Peterson in this group. Uh, There's a group of musicians who love Jesus, and you can tell it's all over their face. And when they sing the songs... You know they mean it. That's one group. Then there's another group 
and I won't name specific musicians in this group, but there's another group of what I would call professional musicians, and they are great. They are talented. They've been blessed with talent. They have worked hard. through. They've been disciplined, and they have um, exercised their talent, and they've actually... Hey, they're great musicians. But it almost seems a little bit like maybe they're kind of going through the motions a little bit. Uh, maybe they came out with a Christmas album because they've been told by their friends that, hey, there's a, there's a market here that you need to tap into. It may appear that maybe the hearts aren't quite in it. But then there's another group not the third group. You got the Jesus lovers, and then you got the professional musicians. But there's another group, and I've observed these groups. These musicians are somewhere in the middle, but they're uncomfortable. I don't know exactly why they're uncomfortable. Uh, maybe they're hanging with the crowd they're not used to hanging with. Maybe they're singing songs they're not used to singing. Or maybe they're actually under conviction. You can see that they're not quite sure why they're there or what's going on in their hearts. But there's something there that they can't quite grasp. Maybe they're trying to grasp it, but they haven't. And I wonder if those three groups are not represented here today as well. I know there's some real Jesus lovers in here. I know that. And I know that there are probably some people here, I hope not, but I I suspect there may be some people here who are just going through the motions. But there's another group of people here today, and they're not quite sure what's going on. They can't quite grasp it. There seems to be something there. And maybe that's why they're here. I think that is why they're here. I think the Lord brought those people here. And if you are here and you're in that third group, you're not really sure what's going on, we'd love to share Jesus with you. We'd love for you to have what we have. Our mysterious God is love, but what's even more incredibly mysterious is that God loves you. And we love you too. Christmas time is here. Father, we thank you for that very first Christmas We thank you for what it meant. We didn't understand it. As Chris Rice says in Welcome to Our World, oh, how I wish we would have known. We didn't fully understand. We don't fully understand now, but we do know this. You love us. And we love you. And so, Lord, we give our hearts to you this Christmas. And we ask, Lord, that you would use us as you used Mary. Use us as willing vessels to bring Jesus to the world. In your name we pray, Jesus.